Some of you, some of the curses were ancient. Some of them you didn't know. And some of you, one of the prophetic words that came was that there was somebody who was like a branch of a tree. But during the ministration, that branch was cut off. It's like God has disconnected you from every tree of curse in your family. I don't know who it is, but I believe that it was for somebody. And I know that today, Something better and something good is also going to come your way. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, stand to your feet with Jesus' joy. And let's receive our pastor and our bishop one more time. Bishop Edward Boto. Oh, give the Lord a shout! Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lift your right hand to the Lord and thank him for the opportunity to be here. Bless him. Let God speak to you this morning. Pray that he will touch you and that he will speak into your heart, into your life and that you receive a blessing. Father, this morning we bless you and we thank you. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Pastor Thomas, it's good to see you, Charlie. What are you doing here? <laughs> wow. What a blessing. Well, I'm going to share something that I believe will be a blessing to us this morning. And uh, I want you to pay attention because I'm going to finish very soon. Is it a good idea? Or you don't like, uh, you like long services. Are you sure about it? We know you. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm going to talk about strive lawfully for a mega church. And I'm going to talk about the example of Jesus, how to strive lawfully. There are three things in our lives that fight the ability to fight that resists our ability to fight and to do the right things for God. Everybody here has a good thought. You want something good. You want a job. You want money. Money is not an evil thing. The love of it, do you understand? It's evil. You want a wife. It's not evil for a man to desire a woman. But the love of women is an evil thing. As for you, every woman you like, every money you like, every business must come to your table. You are greedy. We want to do well. 
But you see, those desires can be affected. They can be affected. So we need to be conscious of the things that stand in the way. Because many people are on a journey to have things that God has not deprived us of. He has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. But sometimes how we go about it is what brings the evil and the curses. But this morning I'm trusting God that I will share something that will be a blessing to you. Right. James chapter 1. And let's read from verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. Be happy when you fall into a temptation. What it means is that everybody would definitely face a temptation in life. It didn't say if. If is a conditional clause. But when means that it is expected that everybody in life will face a temptation. Something will be presented to you that will cause you to think twice. If you are writing exams, for instance, and you hear that, Charlie, there's some leaked questions, you would like to look at it. Or some of you, 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 you have done things like that before. As you are here, behaving like you are saints. Yeah. Yeah. There are some sisters, when they want a marriage, somebody who is married comes after them and promises them love and assures them that, oh, they shouldn't be afraid. And you see, you are at a crossroad, but you see that even though they are at that point, the decision they take is wrong. When you fall into diverse temptations, it means not one, different, every level. Sometimes if you are traveling, every, every, everywhere you go and there are different kind of temptation you will face. If you are in school, every level and the kind of temptation that will come. If you are doing business, every level there is something that comes at you. So count it all joy. Be happy. How can you be happy when you are going through uh, temptations? But well, that's an instruction. Let's see. Verse 3. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Anybody who wants to walk with the Lord and who has expectations of the Lord you have to walk in faith. But what you also have to know is that if you are walking in faith, what you need to know is that your faith will be tried. What you believe in, it will be tried. And how do you overcome these trials of your faith? It is by being patient. Verse 4. But let patience have her perfect work, 
that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So if you walk in faith and you are tried by your faith and what you believe in, and you learn to be patient, allow the patience to work. Because sometimes we say we are patient, but we are not patient. You see, you can say, oh, I'm cool, but you are very angry. Have you not seen somebody who is fighting and they are cool him that said, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Then when you leave him then, like, what did you say? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. You can say, oh, oh, we are very patient, but hey, you are in a hurry for something. Yeah. Normally, it's, it's with people who are fighting. When you cool them down, all right, I don't mind. Okay. When you leave them, no, you see that. They are not that cool about it. Yeah. So sometimes you can say something with your lips, but it's not the inside. So Christians normally understand and know that we have to be patient. If you are working with God, be patient. We have learned all these things, but practically, many of us are not. Many people are not patient. That's why many girls get pregnant before their time. Because you you marry and then you give birth. You don't give birth and bring their children into the marriage. It is never like that. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. There is the order of things. But we are in a hurry to have sex. God has, every human being here likes it. Or you don't. If you don't like it, please come. We have to pray for you. It's not normal. (laughs) It's not a normal desire. Eh? Nobody here has sworn any uh, oath of celibacy. Please. You cannot. You have not decided to be. Very soon, Pastor Thomas is going to marry. Next year. He has waited for long, I tell you. He has has suffered for long. Ah. At long last, the battle is over. I tell you, yeah. He has been a good man, a virgin. He he has not been following girls. You think men cannot be virgins. Men can be virgins. When you hear virgin, you think of only Virgin Mary. There are men who are also virgins. Uh, and he's marrying somebody who's also a virgin. I tell you, it's a, it's a very powerful thing. Yeah. As some of you, hey, you couldn't wait. Yeah. What a blessing. Yes, it is. So, there is something that perfects us and makes us whole and not pushing us or making us go under any form of pressure. You see, there are many things that we are fighting for. And the simple reason is that we don't feel that we are fulfilled. And we have need for more things. But this scripture is teaching us something that we should walk home with. That when you are patient... You become entire. You become fulfilled. 
completed. And you have no need for anything. So you don't put yourself under any form of pressure. Because life is such that there is nothing that satisfies on earth. If it is a marriage you are looking for, after the marriage you will be looking for a child. If it's children you are looking for, after their children you will be looking for money to look after them. After you give them money to give them things, you will be looking for patience, to, uh, wisdom to handle them. Yeah. 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 Because as they are growing, you see that they are wild. You say sit here, then they go and stand here. You say stand here, they will come and sit here. All of us, we have been like that. We have all been stubborn one way or the other. They say, don't go here. That's where you are. They say, don't watch this movie. You have watched it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They say, study. You are watching TV. They say, sweep. You are playing. Yeah. Nothing satisfies. But there is a heart and a spirit that you can have. That can calm you. Do you understand? Yes. So we're going to learn three things that we need to overcome. So that we can be able to fight and get things the right way. Number one thing that we must overcome is the last of the flesh. First John chapter 2 and verse 15. First John 2.15 Love not the world. Even though we live in this world, you are not supposed to love this world. You see, it's just like when you are going to school. You love the school. What are the signs that you love the school? The only sign that you love the school is that you are studying. But for some people, love of the school means that you love your friends, you have boyfriends, you have girlfriends, you are going on excursion, extracurricular activity. That's more important to you than. Ah. You like the, I mean, the things that make school nice. Yeah. But the real thing that you have to love is what you have to learn. So love not the world, even though we live in this world. Neither the things that are in the world, because there are some things in this world, and nobody should say you don't know. God is going to teach us. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You see, this, is, this goes to John chapter 3, verse 16, when the Bible says that, for God so loved the world. Now, if you read all other interpretations... The simple meaning of that thing is that God so loved means that this is the evidence of how God loved the world, the sinful world. It means that without what he did, without his son coming, there is no love for the world. This is the evidence of God's love for us, that he sent his son to come and die for us so that our sins will be forgiven. Other than that, he has nothing to do with this world, sinful world of evil, of greed, of wickedness. 
Yeah. But his son came and changed the course of the world. That's what it is. So when the Bible says, love not the world, it is not saying that kill yourself and go to heaven. There are things you shouldn't love. Because if you love these things, the love of the Father is not in you. And what are these things? Verse 16. Number one. For all that is in the world, all that is in this world, number one, the last of the flesh. What is called the last of the flesh? Every Christian must learn to overcome the last of the flesh. I've taught you some time back about the seven great spirit, uh, seven great principles, and I taught you what the body is, what the soul is, and what the spirit is, and which I mean, the, the body has its needs. The spirit has its own needs. They are different entities in one. Do you get what I'm saying? And when you, when you have the last of the flesh, it means that you love this body too much. Some of you spend a lot of energy and time to look good, to impress people, to feel good. Do you get what I'm saying? All your preparation in life is about this body. But this body ages. It gets tired. And one day, you will look in the mirror and your prayer topic will be that. I want to die. You'll be surprised. Yeah. It's a prayer topic for some people. I want to go. Hmm? I read a pastor who said that in the last days of Billy Graham, he was very ready to die. I mean, he was looking forward to leaving his earthly body and going to be with the Father. He was looking forward to it. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the age of 90, what? Something. 99. Are you now getting getting up to go to the movies? Will you think that you like to go and watch movies? Or go to the stadium if you like football? Those of you who like going to the club, you think at the age of 19, have you gone to the club and seen a uh, 99-year-old woman dancing with you? 99-year-old man coming to the club to dance. Because the body, you see, at a point, this body is, is, is a tired vessel. And if all you do, many of the people who bleach, by the time, you see, if you bleach for 10 years, I'm telling you, you, your, your body ages for about 20, your body ages 20 years ahead of you. Yeah. Because the natural skin, you are not supposed to touch it. Change the color. The one God gave you is not okay. You say you want big breasts. You see? I, know, I watched a documentary of a woman who had done breast implants. And as she was growing, the things were heavy and it had given her uh, uh, spinal problems. So, you are shocked. Yeah. You think that load is a simple load. Because that one, you see, is silicon, so it doesn't fall like... But it, it, it changes as your body ages. Eh? You see that it goes into places where it shouldn't go to and it affects you. Yeah. There are people who have done busts Enhance, uh, bat enhancements and it has exploded. Have you seen Botos that is exploding before? (laughs) 
there is a documentary that they show botched you see people who do a lot of body enhancements who have regretted you want to impress men eh? you see by the time you are 70 years sister which man are you going to impress that is why you, see, you should be wise now And don't last after the flesh. A strong desire to fulfill what the flesh wants is an evil spirit. And it prevents you from becoming spiritual. Yeah. Jesus Christ was a man like all of us. He was the son of man. He always refer to himself as the son of man. For the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Anytime he's talking to him about himself, he, he says, he uses that phrase, son of man. Yeah. <laughs> he was flesh like us. But he also overcame the temptations of the flesh. Do you get what I'm saying? Some of us Somebody can use food to trap you. Yeah. Parties. Hunger. You see, one of the prayers that Christ taught us, give us this day our daily bread. It's very important because when you don't have daily bread, you, you, you can easily fall to temptation. Because many people make compromises because they lack if you are hungry, you don't have clothes, you don't have a place to stay, you don't have a place to sleep, I mean, look, it brings pressure on people. Real pressure. And if somebody is in a position to fulfill that desire, it's like, you don't care. You don't care. Many people don't care. That's why people even worship Satan. Because they become, they, be, they get into the occult because of material things. That's all. Material things. They know, they know that it's, it's, it's evil, but they get something that is material and carnal. You see? And, and that's how the, our eyes are. We, 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 the things that, we, we see things. Everybody here sees nice things. If you are wearing something and it's not nice, you know that it's not nice. Or, of course, some people don't know. <laughs> yeah. If you see somebody's own that is nice, you can know that, wow. Yeah. We had a, a brother, his wife. When he comes to church and they are going home, he said, go and spark your car before I come. Because the car, they always have to push the car before. Yeah, say no, no, no. I don't want to go and push this car. Go and find some people to spark the car. If you move the car, then I come and sit inside. Because every day she has to push the car to spark. And he has a particular place that he parks. Yeah, that slopes a little bit. So when, when, when he's sitting inside and he, he himself pushes it small, then the car begins to move. Then second gear, it's like. <laughs> well, if he makes a mistake and he comes and somebody has parked there. A problem because the whole car park is flat. <laughs> ah. 
give us this day our daily bread. In the book of Matthew chapter 4 and verse 1, Jesus Christ was tempted in the flesh. The Bible says, then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Satan came to tempt Jesus in the flesh. And what did he do? He said to him, if he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and he was very hungry, and then Satan said to him, verse 3, and when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, Command that these stones be made bread. And Jesus was the son of God. But he did not have to prove himself to the enemy. To show that he is the son of God. Even though he was hungry and he could have done miracles. He knew who had sent him and whose voice he must obey. Adam and Eve, they also heard from God. And instead of obeying God and putting aside every other voice, they chose to listen to a voice they shouldn't listen to. But Jesus was different. Even though he was hungry and he could have done that, what, what, what would have happened was that immediately he obeys this command. He comes under the covering of Satan. So he becomes a carnal person. You see, Romans chapter 6, verse 16. Look at Romans 6, 16. Romans 6, 16. I like the scripture. It says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield your servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Now, remember something. Satan, when he spoke to Adam and Eve, what happened to Adam and Eve was that they fell into sin and into death because they, they obeyed a voice which led them into sin and death. And the voice of the Lord God does not lead us into sin and death. It leads us into obedience and righteousness, not condemnation. So Jesus did not submit to that instruction. It is not about food. Life is not about food. You don't prove yourself by what you have eaten. If a man can take you to an expensive restaurant and remove all your dress, you don't have value. That's your value. Because of the place he has taken you and the food that you, you, that you put the food. There is no food that stays in your body forever. No matter how expensive it is. You can go to a restaurant and eat and the, even the water alone is $500. There are some places, the glass of water that you drink, you'll be surprised that you pay $500. They have different types of water. They, they have sparkling water. They have a, a, they have still then still water then they have oh yeah look whether sparkling or non-sparkling waiting 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 (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. You are happy that I went to this place. You have taken a nice picture. I mean, this, that, this, that. We are happy. Yeah. The price that you have to pay, be careful. So Jesus Christ gave us an example. It's like, you see, if I do what Satan is provoking me to do, I become a servant because I am following an instruction. You see, Satan, he, he's called subtle. He's cunning. It's like he's suggesting to you that this thing will prove that you are powerful. But rather, that thing that you do will bring you into bondage, into sin, and into death. Don't let what you don't have be the reason why you do something. Ah, does God not provide for people when they are hungry? Yes. And there is, Jesus could have done this miracle with, with, without, without any sweat. But what would have happened was that after that, every other thing that he would do will change. He has come into the flesh. Everybody, you see, we are starting life. Some of us, we have not reached anywhere. And as we are preparing for our future, there are decisions you have to make. There are junctions you come into your life. Decisions. You want to go to school. You don't have anybody to pay the fees for you. If somebody can pay these fees, is the price the person paying your body that you offer? Or you finish school. You don't have a job. Somebody wants to give you a job. And the only way the person will give you this good job is to also take advantage of your body. And some people don't care. But you see, what happens is that when you lay that foundation, you have sold yourself to the flesh. Yeah, and it is, it is la- it's called lust of the flesh. A strong desire to fulfill the desires of the flesh. This flesh has desires. Yeah. The flesh has desires. And those desires in itself are not sinful. They are, they are proper. I mean, to feel hungry is normal. Uh, if you are a human being, you don't, feel, you don't feel hungry. It's a medical condition. Oh, it's true. As the doctors. It's like you, you've never been hungry. You've never felt hungry. It means there's something wrong here. Mm. Anorexia is afraid to eat. Not that they don't feel hungry. They, they, they are afraid to eat. Yeah, they are hungry, but they are afraid to eat. They, they, they eat little or nothing. They, 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 they want to look slim. You see, models. That's why France banned uh, uh, a certain size of modeling women. Yeah, because many of them were suicidal. Yeah. As a woman must look size, what, six or something. Eh? Size six, they're why? Are you a doll? <laughs> and you see them lanky, lanky, lanky. Eh? S- uh, four and zero. Four. Size four. Four to zero. You are 21 years and you are size four. Size zero. You don't exist. Is that size zero? Hey. Then you see them. They are hollow uh, eyes, bones. As if that's how a beautiful girl should, that's not how a beautiful girl should look like. Yeah. Even mannequins are not like that. Ah, mannequins have flesh. 
want to look slim, then your knees, when this, your knee, your knee and your thighs are the same. <laughs> hey. Then they are walking. I mean, hey. it's just too fantastic. Yeah. Wonderful. So the flesh must not be your priority. You're hungry and so what? You don't have this and so what? Life doesn't consist in the abundance of things that one has. The, the fact that maybe you have a lot of food doesn't make you happy. Yeah. There are people who own shopping malls who can eat everything, but you'll be surprised that they are not happy. They are, they are not happy. And when we are working with God, you see, this life, what we all have to understand as Christians is that God has not built us to only come and live on material things. If you don't eat food, you there, you know, you are not part of life. Jesus said it. He said, man, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So there is a way God's word makes you beautiful, gives you strength. That's why when you try to fast and pray, and you don't pray actually, and you read God's word, you, you feel tired and hungry more. Yeah. Any fasting that is done with a lot of reading, a lot of praying, a lot of waiting on the Lord, you see that you don't even, you don't, yeah. Yeah. This body is one of the things that can bring this grace to us. This body. If you are a man, you have to control yourself because you, if you follow the body, you will sleep with girls you shouldn't sleep with. You, you will be an adulterous man if you are married or you will be a fornicator if you are not married. Any girl you want, you, 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 you sample all kinds of things. I know some people like alcohol. They drink all kinds of alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had a friend whose desire, we had a list of alcoholic beverages. Yeah. If I start mentioning it, you know that I knew things. Yeah. And his desire was to taste all of them. Yeah. Just to taste. Yeah. We have vodka. We have different types of vodka. You, you know of Smenov. No. We have 106. We have different types. We have vodka with lime-based. We have rock-based vodka. <laughs> <laughs> different things yeah yeah pastor knows things then then whiskey is different Whis- whiskey and rum and then we have brandy brandy we have cognac Hennessy. we have different uh, very expensive now sometimes there are some bottles look there are some even wine there are different types there are some wine bottles here eh? You'll be surprised that you can buy it for $2,000. One bottle of wine. One bottle of wine. $2,000. Yes, one bottle. When the bottle falls out to break. <laughs> and all the liquid will go out. 
Yeah. 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 They are, and, and it's like somebody's desire is to sample. There are people who smoke cigar and they, they want to sample Cuban, Cuban cigar, Spanish cigar, cigar from different places. And they say Cuban cigar is one of the best. And even that one, they have different types. Yeah, classes. And some of them are very expensive. They, they puff like two, three, and they put it off. <laughs> yeah. You can smoke it for one year. That thing. Very expensive. And some people have a collection of cigars. Yeah. You see, some of you may not know, but those people who are in the lodge, one of the things they, they, they use as a symbol, a symbol of status, or whichever one, is, is the cigar. So, yeah, they keep it. It's, it's, it's everybody who is in the lodge has one. <laughs> cigar. Yeah. That thing. Yeah. Yeah. The flesh. Things that make us, I mean, we are some will. And, and many of us who are Christians, we should be careful. Because, you see, we live with people, we relate with people who are not like us. Some of them are close working uh, 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 colleagues, working colleagues. Some of them are family. Some of them are friends. And sometimes we are drawn without knowing it into these things. We are lustful, but we don't know. You like parties. You like pleasure. You like sleep. You see Christians who can't wake up in the morning. It is on Sunday. It is the last of the flesh. Be, be, because, listen... Anybody who works, if even they sleep late, they try to wake up to go to work. So, what is, you see, what, what it should teach us is that everybody has the capacity to overcome the flesh. Have you, are we all not tired sometimes? But if there are things you have to do, you get up and you do it. Because that, you see, the flesh is the laziest part. It's, it's, it's this body here. If you leave it, it will sleep, it will dress, it will eat. That's all. It won't go anywhere. Yeah. If you don't move it. Yeah. yeah. That's how it is. But you, you gather strength and move it. Sometimes you'll be driving and you, look, you're just wait, praying that you get home because you are tired. If you make a mistake, you, you, you find yourself somewhere. But you still have to go where you are going. Because you are overcoming that flesh which is it's like it's, it, it likes to relax and chill and feel good. But this body, you can't advance if you live in perpetual laziness and pleasure. You like pleasure. You like comfort. You don't want, I mean, as for your sleep, nobody should disturb you. Especially Sunday mornings. And many Christians have that spirit. There are some people who will be there. Six months they have not gone to church. But they are going to work every day. I'm telling you. They are traveling. They are moving. They are not lazy when it comes to the flesh. And things that will gratify this body. But when it comes to things of the spirit. They can't move the flesh. You can't subject the flesh. When you have lust of the flesh, you can't, it means that the flesh has taken over your spirituality and you can't subject it to God. 
That's why many Christians, any Christian who wakes up in the morning and you don't come to church, you are fulfilling the lust of the flesh. Because that desire or that mind that you are lazy, if you have it Monday morning, you go to work. You are going to write exams. And you say, you didn't sleep. Sometimes, hey, you will learn uh, sleep 2 o'clock, wake up 4 o'clock. And the exam is 8 o'clock. And you study again until 8 o'clock and go and sit down. Hey! And write the paper 3 hours. Yes. Then come back and come and continue to prepare for the other one. Do you know what you have done? You have overcome the last of the flesh. Because if you leave the flesh, it will sleep and wake up at 7 o'clock. Yeah. But why? Because there is something that is meaningful and purposeful to you. So it's like what the flesh wants, you deny it. When you are unable to deny your fleshly desires, it means you are lustful. You fill the flesh with lust, with passion, with grat- gratification, everything that you have. Yeah. And many people are like that. You can't come to church because you are tired. It's a lust of the flesh. You can't come to church because you are sick. You are sitting in the office, you are, you are sick. You are, people are writing exams, they are sick. My wife wrote exams some time ago. She was not well. Hey! She went to write. Three hours paper or something. I said, hey. But you will see a Christian who says, I'm not well. I can't come to church. Meanwhile, do you know that when you bring this body here, you can be healed. There are several times that I have not been well that I'm in church. And sometimes I even forget that I was not well when I came to church. By the time I'm going, I'm okay. I didn't pray for healing. No. Because the spirit man has authority over this flesh. And that's how Satan slows us down. By letting you become so sensitive to the needs of the flesh. Oh, I've not slept well. I've slept for a little time. I'm telling you, anybody who is serious in life, eh, that's why they say rich people, they sleepless. Not because they are afraid to sleep. Because they think and work a lot. Lazy people enjoy sleep more than anybody in the world. Yeah. It's like every day. You have to sleep 10 o'clock and wake up at what time? 6 o'clock in the morning. As for when you you divide the day, 24 hours, 8 hours is your standard, one third. So by the time you are 30 years, you have slept for 10 years. It's a record. You have set record. Some of you should be in the Guinness Book of Records because you you are more than, oh, you go more than the 10 hours, uh, uh, the, the 8 hours. Yeah. And, and you see, the productive time also is not that productive. Some of you even, what you do, the, the effort you put in, when it's like a lot of useless things are done. So even the number of hours that are left for productivity is, is reduced. You are chatting, you are idling around, you are not. And we bring this thing in our relationship with the Lord. Don't let the flesh lead you. Don't be a carnal person. Anytime you wake up and you have to come to church, you say, I'm tired. Remember that I am walking in the last of the flesh. Or you have gone to work. You have closed at 6 o'clock. I was asking somebody during the week, I've not seen you. 
said, oh, I, 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 went, I go to work, I close around 6.45. I close around 6.45 and I'm tired so I can't come. 6.45. Young person. You are, not, you are not 90 years. This person, if you tell the person to come for a party, the person will go for the party. But you see, you are making an excuse because you, there is the last of the fear. It doesn't help you. Satan is a master. Anything that will slow you down, a lot of eating, a lot of sleeping, a lot of relaxing, a lot of watching of TV. Look, we are human beings. We do all these things, but we, we do it in moderation. We eat. We watch movies. You think we don't watch movies? Huh? We, we listen to the news. We listen to what else? Yeah, we watch documentaries. Yeah. We chat with people. Don't we chat? When you send messages, don't we respond? Yeah. But you see, it is not like we are so preoccupied with these things that there is no space and time given to the things of God. No. No. That's not how we should work. So overcome the last of the flesh. When you give yourself excuses, let me tell you something. You are completely under the control of the last of the flesh. And it is a strong thing in the world. Many people are very busy doing a lot of things. But many of these busy people don't like the things of the spirit. Because God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. It means that you must sacrifice the commitments of the flesh for the things of God. It takes an effort to say that I'm tired but I'm in church. I'm tired but I'm in the church. I'm coming for the convention Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Don't people go to party and go home 12 midnight, 1 midnight, 1 a.m. or whatever it is. But it's like, hey, you came once, no, we close at 10 o'clock. Hey, we are not closing early there. You are not serious. Who will go for a party at 8 o'clock and the party will close at 10 o'clock and you'll be happy? You will call it a boring party. A useless party. A party, dear, it must close late. But to be in church for three hours is like, it's like a major project. It's because you are lazy. It's the last of, you love this flesh. You, you don't want the flesh to sub, submit to God. That's why. You will struggle in your life. Huh? You see that? You, you call yourself a spiritual child, but you are not. Too. You are led by the flesh. You are led by the flesh. All that is in this world. That's how the world is. The world has... Look at people go to a stadium. Go and see them. Dancing. Old men. Grown-up men. Singing. Cheering. Removing their shirt in, sometimes in the cold weather. And singing. And singing. And cheering. And cheering. And, and some of them, if they lose, you see them, they are crying. Grown-up men. Yeah. They, 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 they can't bring that thing into the church. They will carry their bodies to the stadium and be there two hours. Some of them, these Europeans, when they sit, you see, one of our pastor friends, he came to preach in our church in Ghana some time ago. Then he said, one of the things that pains him about, the, he's a pastor in UK, one of our branches. He said, when they announce that maybe the service is 10 to 11.30, at exactly 11.30, you see that people are going. I'm telling you. 
said, at exactly 11.30, you see that they are, they are going. Ah! They don't get... And, and, and it's like, he said, them, some of these people, eh, they can go to the stadium and be there for hours. Because, see, the football is 90 minutes. Is that not so? But the 90 minutes, maybe there was no winner. So there's extra time, which is 30 minutes, 15 minutes on two sides. There's a break, some 10 minutes break or something. 15 minutes break between first and second half. Yes. Then if there's also an extra time, there's some 10 minutes break, then they start uh, the extra time for another 30 minutes. If there's no winner, then there's penalty. And you see that a match... A match that was supposed to be maybe like two hours is like three hours or something. And they will never leave the stadium. They, and they go early. They go early. Thank you. What time did you get to church? People who love football, they don't go to the stadium when the match has started. If the match, the kickoff is at four o'clock, by three o'clock they are there. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Think about it. So, so, you see, practically, nobody here doesn't have control over the flesh. If you don't submit to God the way you should and subject your flesh, it means that you are filled with lust. And lust is manifested in loving the world, loving the things of the world. You go to uh, public places, go for picnics and uh, 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 musical programs and, 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 and football matches and uh, festivals and all these things where they don't have timelines. No starting time, no closing time. And you are there. But the church, you don't have time. It's a sign. Yeah. Number two is the last of the eyes. What you have to overcome. The last of the eyes. What does it mean for your eyes to last? What does it mean for your eyes to last? Some people just have to see a car. This car I want it. Some people just have to see a red girl passing. This girl, I'll follow her. I have a friend. Oh. That guy has even passed away. He died some way in a hotel. Yeah. He was going somewhere. Let's say he was in Ghana. He was going to Dansoman. And he saw somebody at busy internet. It's just like maybe I'm going to Brekama. And I see somebody at uh, Serekunda. I'm going to Brekama. I've seen somebody at Serekunda. Then, instead of continuing, I follow the person to Banju. <laughs> do, do you understand? That's how it is. He saw it. He was driving. And he saw a girl. He, he was, he was he, he, around busy. Then. then he saw the girl get out of her van. Then he said, wow. This girl is beautiful. I've never seen a nice girl like that. So he, he, he slowed down, thinking that the girl had gotten down so that he can talk to her. But no, no, she got down for somebody to also alight. Then she got back into the van. 
So he started following. <laughs> he started following. The brother was going to Brekama and saw the girl at Serekunda. And when the bus moved, the bus started moving towards Ojeshwan. Then he followed. Any stop that the bus made, he, he slowed down. So that when the girl comes out, he will get her. And the girl never got down. And he followed uh, from that place to Taifa Burkina. To, so, the last stop, Banju, last stop. Then the girl got down. When the girl got down, he parked the sky and followed the girl. And spoke to the girl, got her number, became friends with her, and ended up having sex with her. And didn't marry her. Because that's how he is. You, your eyes, you are lustful. It's an evil spirit. You, you, it's like a covetous spirit. You want things. Anything you see, you want. Any, you see somebody has done hair, nice. She thinks, she thinks, she's, look at her, she thinks she's looking beautiful. Then you go and do some. <laughs> yeah. Matthew chapter 4. Go to verse 6. Jesus Christ, he was tempted with the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Three things. Time is gone like that. Wow. Beautiful. All right. And saith unto him. Okay, so after the first temptation, Satan is coming again. He's a relentless enemy. He doesn't give up. He said unto Jesus, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash. Go to verse 5, please. The devil taketh him up unto the holy city and setteth him on the pinnacle of the temple. Yes, and then verse 6. And said unto if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. He, let, he showed him the city. He took him to a high place and said, you see this thing? Hayataputaya. It's nice there. Hmm? What you see here, all of us, what we see affects us. And we do things based on what we see. Yeah. We walk by faith and not by sight. But if you are not careful, you can always be walking by sight. Your choices and your decisions are based on what you have seen. Yeah. Sometimes you see somebody has bought a certain car. You also want to buy some. That's how fashion, you see, last of the eyes is what determines fashion in the world. When you see a mad man who has, who has designed jeans that are torn, 
and slippers. Slippers that you, you can't wear to church. And the slippers are more expensive than a shoe. Because that person is wearing it. It's fashion. And the whole world. Yeah. You see, I saw this guy who has now become uh, born again. Uh, What's his name? Kanye West. Some of the things that he has designed as clothing. He appeared at somebody's wedding wearing a shirt that was torn as designs. And people follow it. Yeah. Many, many of us are influenced by what we see. That's why you see footballers when they cut their hair some way. Then you see everybody wants to be a footballer. You've done your hair like dinosaur. Some of you, you don't even think about the way your face looks. What's some of you, the way your face looks, that kind of hair, you shouldn't do, you shouldn't do it. You look, you look too wild. You look like a dinosaur. Yeah. You are just influenced by things. They have removed all the hair here. And they are, you see these African footballers, look at them. All of them, they are hair. One, 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 one coach who doesn't like certain things is Gadula. Gadula. Look at his players. Yeah. Come and do, th- you are not disciplined. Yeah. Do every, every week, you have to do a new style. Meanwhile, you are not playing well. <laughs> we didn't bring you here to come and influence fashion. You are here to perform on the if you go on vacation, you want to go and do whatever, but by the time you are coming, be careful. You can't bring sad things here. Yeah. Then you see all the young people who want to be footballers. Everybody has shaved their hair, left this thing. And some of you, I said, the faces that you have, you shouldn't do some hair because already you look fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> yeah. 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 You should be careful. The last of the eyes is a trap. It's a trap. It makes you feel that, Charlie, you are all right. But there is nothing that this eye sees that brings pleasure. That's why probably maybe Job made a covenant and said, I have made a covenant with my eyes. And I don't know what he didn't want to see. Or he didn't want his eyes to sin. We don't know exactly what the covenant was about. But at least it tells you that this person knew that this eye can fail you. You see, you remember David anointed. He was walking in his palace. And a woman was bathing and he saw her. The last of the eyes. He had to call this woman to be brought. Another story. A man can see you and then he will, he said, all his senses will go. But as he's following, you don't know that this guy, he's filled with lust. But it is covered in a lot of promises, a lot of care, a lot of uh, TLC that, that sweeps you off your feet. So you think that this man is showing me love. Then you are making comparisons. Yeah. Ah. I mean, there was a lady who was going out with uh, uh, somebody in the church. And all of a sudden, the guy said that, some man has been taking her out and all kinds of things. The girl was bold to tell the, the, the guy that I, I think I'm tired of this relationship. 
this man is more caring. And I mean, then she started, you don't care. You don't check on me. You don't, even this man who you say he's married, he cares. He checks on me. He calls. I said, you are so simple-minded. Eh? And after the last, what happens is hatred. Yeah. Anything you last after, it doesn't last. <laughs> yeah. It goes away. What you see that makes you, hey, hey. Look, tomorrow you see that. Like children, if, you, if they see a toy, I want it. Please buy it for them. After they see another one, that one that you have given them. You see, one day I said to myself, these people should be buying things for them. <laughs> yeah. You see, it's a childish trait. I want this. If, go to a shop with it. I want this. Hey, mommy, I want this. Then they will take this one. Then, no, 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 I want this one. That's how it is. It's like you can't, when you are lustful, you can't be settled on what you need. And Christians must not fall to such things. Because if you, if you are working with the Lord and you can't, that's a, if some people can't choose who to marry. You, you, you say you like slim, you like uh, Coca-Cola. But you'll be surprised at that Coca-Cola. You'll see, you see another bottle that is like a, 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 a cognac. It's a, it's, it's a higher grade of Coca-Cola bottle. You say, no, Coca-Cola is no. Hmm? Anything that men follow never satisfies us. That's why the Bible says that the love of money is the root of evil. It's like you last, you, 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 you are so fixated and filled with a desire to, to have money. It's not the money that is a problem. It's the love of it. It's, you are lasting to your head. And you pierce your... That's what people can do all kinds of things just to have money. To the extent that some people can even sacrifice their own children. Yeah. They sacrifice their children. As the child is working, they've sacrificed their child. Yeah. And people are like that. That's why some houses are haunted. The spirits, the sacrifices that have gone into the house. A human being cannot live there. Only demons. I know a house. At least I know two houses. One of them have entered it before. Haunted. Nobody can live in the house. Some guys went to rent the place. They didn't know. And they were going to use it for their office. And it's by the roadside. When they took their things inside the house, the following morning when they came, they parked, it's, it's, it's a story building. So the things, they took some of the things to the top floor. By the time they came, they, they were giving keys. Nobody goes inside the house. All the things had been packed and arranged in the hall downstairs. <laughs> then the staircase is a true story. I'm not telling you something that's written in the book. Yeah. The staircase to the house, there was blood. To the top, there was blood. So immediately they said, ah. What is, what is this? When they started asking the questions, then they told them that this place, you can't live there. And I remember the first day me I went there with somebody who was, who was also looking for an office and an estate guy took us there. My first comment was, this place is very cool. 
the house was cool. I mean, moving out from the sun and entering the house, very cool. Hey, that evening, no, somebody called a guy. I went to them and said, hey, I heard you went to this place to go. I said, hey, you don't know the history about that thing. That's when we got to know that. That place, the man who lived there, after he died, no human being has been able to live there. Because of the foundations under the house. The things under the house. I will show you the house. You, you know it. It's, it's, it's a very known house in Accra. Hmm? It's still there. You, they can't break it. It's still there. Yeah. They laugh for money. I tell you. Hmm? Don't be in competition with people. Oh. Be careful. Satan is real. And he fills people. When he fills you with something for a desire, that is what God calls it last. Yeah. God gives power to get wealth. But if Satan comes into you, what he gives you is last for wealth. And it's like you do anything. Anything to get it. That's how come a man who likes women too much will lie. He will lie. Like you, I mean, we, we all, we, we mind because we like women. We, did, we don't hate women. We will, we will not be here. We will be following men. We like women. That's how we have married. Or, but it doesn't mean that it should be expressed in feeling free. You, this one, you follow this one. Tomorrow you follow this one. Ha! That's not how it works. And when you are like that, you are never satisfied. Even sometimes in a relationship, when, you see, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you realize that this person is not truthful. He has had an affair with this person. He has done this. You don't convince yourself that the person will change. You are dealing with somebody who has a, a, a lustful spirit. And until that person de- denies himself and chooses God and submits, I tell you, it can't work. It can't work. Else you marry and then start becoming a prayer warrior. Praying about the man who will never change. The last one that you must overcome pride of life. Pride of life. I am Mandinka. This is our country. White people feel that they are better human beings than blacks. Meanwhile, if you go to a blood bank, there is nothing like blood for white man, blood for black man. We have blood types. It doesn't matter your family tribe or your race. We are similar in make. It is just like maybe two cars. One is black, one is white. And the white car feels that I am more beautiful than you, the black car. You see how mad it, it, it sounds like? God has created us the same. That's why when you have a, 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 a problem in your body, you want kidney, they don't look for a white man's kidney. Or, no, they look for a match. It's like the, the body, the things that make us human beings are the same. But because people are proud, they discriminate, they look down. Men look down upon women. And women too fight us because they feel that, hey, 
without us, they think that without, we can't survive. It's pride. That makes you feel that without you, we can't survive. It's your pride. It's your pride. We can't survive. Yes, we can't survive. Try it and let's see. <laughs> eh? Because you see, if you are not there, there's no woman. You have a... If you feel like having sex, you, you just... You, ah, yes. You sleep. If there's no woman, what will a Cooking. Some, women, some men cook better than women. The best chefs in the world are men. We, we, we didn't marry because we want somebody to wash for us. Me, I can do laundry. I learned how to wash. I, I, I'm very comfortable doing my laundry myself, even up to today. It's not a problem. I can do laundry. Put things in a washing machine. Oh, it will wash. <laughs> it will wash. Ironing. We can iron. Cleaning the house. Cleaning my room. Uh, uh, oh. The only thing is that we can't give birth because you are not there. But you see, some of us, if we don't have children, maybe we'll live long. (laughs) (laughs) Look, one of our lady pastors, she said she used to have migraines. And for a long time, going to hospital and things, she didn't know. Then one day, it just occurred to her that it's the children. (laughs) 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 Said, it's the children. It's the children. And so she learned that it's like, I will not allow them to, it's like, you know, because it gave her blood pressure, high blood pressure, other things that she didn't think about. But See, when she learned that it could, this could be the source, she was like, anything that they do that makes her agitated and angry and that she decided to deal with it. And she said, oh, can you believe? I am, the migraines are gone. Yeah. So sometimes the diseases that the fathers have is because of you. And if you are not there, it's true. Children can be stressful. And sometimes some parents become depressed because of behavior of children. Some parents can't sleep because the boy is gone out. And this boy has is gone out. Either a call from police will come. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people, that's how it is. So it's like when they go out, their parents become, it's like they know that the next call will either be a policeman calling. Please, is this your son? He's at this police station. Can you please come? Yeah. The issues. Yeah. The women don't like what I'm saying. But it's true. That's why we shouldn't be proud. You see, don't feel that as for you, you are so important. If you are not there, something will not work. Even Jesus Christ, he had to kill pride. He made himself of no reputation. Because look at the son of God. Look, just imagine you are your, your father is a a, a school proprietor. Your father is the owner of a school. And if you're in the school, you'll feel proud. Though. You understand? 
The teachers will respect you. They can't beat you. They can't insult you. They are very careful and cautious. And you, the child, you feel, you know, it's like there's, you know that, look, this is my daddy's school. You, you, you know? And it's like, now you are, you, the, you, 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 the uh, daddy's child, who, who, is the, who is the son of the proprietor? Your daddy himself punishes you to go and clean the toilet and sweep the compound so that everybody will see what you have done. Some children become depressed. It's, it's, children are proud. You'll be surprised. Sometimes when you correct them, even in, in, in the presence of other colleagues, they feel that you have disrespected them and it, it affects their psyche. Yeah. So pride, it, it, it's, we are born with it and it graduates. It does, it's not something that goes away with age. No. Rather, it is through experience and understanding that you suppress it. That's why sometimes some people want, they want to even be associated with certain kind of people. Certain lifestyles. They feel that I've gone to this school. Some people just the school they go to, they feel that they are better than everybody else. I went to uh, Methodist High. We are good there. I went to Endows Comprehensive. Where did you go? Bijilo Basic. <laughs> when you see Bijilo Basic School, you see the school building. Ay, 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 ay. You see the classrooms. You see the blackboard. I tell you. Yeah. yeah. So, pride. And, and we bring this thing to church. Some people feel that they know how to dress. This one doesn't know how to dress. You see, is that what concerns you? Eh? It's good that you know how to dress, but you know how to think well. The things that matter. Go back to my scripture. Matthew chapter 4. I'm ending with it. My time is gone, please. Oh, Matthew chapter 4. Verse 8. Again, the devil taketh him up into, the, into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. We like nice things, oh. Hmm. Verse 9. And saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou will fall down and worship me. You see, many people bow to devils, demonic entities, because of the promise of great things. Fame, power, influence. Yeah. It's an evil spirit, straight. That's why somebody can leave the church, sacrifice God, sacrifice every relationship in the church for material things. They don't care. They don't care. The fact that they've gotten a house, they've gotten a car, that's, that's it. It's like you are so vain. 
that you follow a man, you bow down to something you shouldn't bow down to just because of the promise of material things. What shall a man profit if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? You see politicians who have made money. Hey, if you read history, you see that Africa, we have wicked leaders. African leaders have bought properties in Dubai up to today. There is never an European leader, prime minister or president, an American even congressman or senator, any right-thinking person who lives in America, who will go and invest in properties in Dubai. And they don't, the Africans, they don't go there. Because they are thieves. And when they steal them, they don't know what to do. They buy properties, this like, they buy properties they never use. It's like, for their children, and it becomes a curse. Some of the things that we know, we can't even say it. Because when you say it, it will be a problem. And there are real things that people do. Because they, they look at glory, glamour. It's like, that's what makes them, you know, powerful. That's the lure. And, and some of them, look, people sacrifice. You see people are walking in churches. It's not everybody who is a believer. Sometimes you see somebody who is married. But the person is not into women. The, the marriage is a face for him to, to, to be presented as a respectable person. But he likes men. Yeah, there are people like that. There are people like that. Oh, you think that the person is, 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 oh, the person is just hungry for material things and is pretending to, to lead you and to do you things because the only thing the person responds to is fame. I have this house, I have this, this, we have this, this, they are traveling here, we are doing this. Please, let's be careful. And, and, and is it not God who, made, oh, Jesus Christ made promises in my father's house, there are many mansions. So, you see, Satan, he knows how to replicate God's promises. So, what you want from God, be patient to, and trust God. Fight. Humble yourself. Don't pay. When it's, when it's shifting, you know that it's shifting. Sometimes when you are working with people in the, in the office, you can see people who are evil. It's like, because they want promotion, they can lie. They, sometimes they can even set you up. There are people who are so wicked that they can create a problem for you. And when the problem comes out like that, then you lose your, your fame, your position, and they are the ones. And you'll be surprised that as you are going through the problem, they are consoling you, comforting you, appearing that they are there for you. But it's, it's an evil spirit. They want what you have. Anything that God has created, Satan wants it. He, wants, he wanted to take over the world and even go into heaven and take over the throne and sack God, demote God. Yeah, that's his pride. He's the father of the children of pride. That's his name. He's so puffed up. Meanwhile, he was created. He was created. Somebody created you. You are a product of somebody. Some of you, nobody can lead, instruct, teach you anything. It's like you know everything. You understand everything. That's one of the signs of prayer. One day I'm going to teach you about demonology. And I'll teach you the three things about demons. Accusations, pride, 
and uh, 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 accusations, deception, and uh, 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 it's, not, it's, not, it's not pride. There are three of them. It's not intimidation. No. I've just forgotten. Yeah. No. He, Satan uses three things. Accusations, deception, and fear. Yeah. Three. That's how demons operate. These three forces. And under them come all kinds of manifestations. Yeah. A spirit of fear, spirit of deception, and the spirit of uh, accusations. Yeah. That's, the, that's, that's Satan's work. And there are many people who do those works. Employees of Satan. Demons. Now, and pride, eh, it comes from the spirit of deception. It's a product of deception. Prideful people are deceived. It's a strong deception. And the power of Satan over the world is that he is able to deceive the world. So the world feels that having material things is a sign of prosperity. And, 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 and being worth something. That's why people follow all kinds of weird people just because they have money. You know, if that person didn't have money, yeah, the wisdom of the poor man is despised. But a foolish man's talk makes wave. Yeah. Because he's rich. Some people are very rich, but they are stupid. And some people are very poor, but they are wise. You see? But they will not, the world will not listen to the poor man. So everybody feels that you have to have money before they respect. Even in our families. Some of you, as you are here, you are wiser than your mothers and your fathers. I'm sorry to say this. Yeah. It is true. Some of you, you have the spirit of wisdom, which is, which is above what your father and your mother has. But you, you are not respected. Your choices now are looked down upon as pride. Meanwhile, you are wiser. If you choose to serve, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When you choose to serve God, you begin to enter a realm of wisdom, supernatural wisdom, which is not sensual. And, and they can't understand it. Even your devotion to God, your time, it's like they look down upon it. They feel that when you are with the family and you are with people in the, in the house, they see you and you are not going to that church. You are not going to some pastor somewhere. You are, you are, now, you are, you are, you are preferred. You are, you are better off. But you, you, you see, that's not, that's not it. It's just time. One day, if, if you today, you are financially blessed and prosperous and you tell your family that you are a Buddhist, they won't say anything. I'm telling you. If I become rich, and they say, don't go to church, don't go to uh, whatever. We, as far as we only go to mosque. Become rich and say that you are a Buddhist. And see whether they will leave you. And say, go your way. They will still come to you. I'm telling you, because they have seen that you have something, material things. That's how the world is. We make compromises and, 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 and court favor from people, irrespective of what they believe in, just because of what they have. That's why even prostitutes, when they make money, they are respected in their families, I'm telling you. Because they are looking after people. If you like, don't collect the money and see. Yeah. Yeah. You see sometimes some of the parents, their children are doing things they shouldn't do. But because they bring in money and they sustain them, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. But we, we should care. Do you hear me? I said we. We should care. Pride 
is a, a higher form of deception. It's like when they say somebody is deceived, you see that the person is puffed up. Can't be corrected. Can't be, can't be instructed. Can't, can't, can't be, I mean, it's like can't be led. You are filled with, with the desire for material possessions. You will do anything. You will bow to anything. You see, sometimes some people who are proud who, who will not come to church and even get up when we are singing. One taxi driver, one day he said, he took a woman from a house, very rich woman, and somebody called him, a friend, that oh, he wants her to pick this woman to some place. So he went. He said, when they entered the yard, first of all, it's like the moment he was good, he had never been to that place. But when they were entering, he just realized that oh, this place is a bit. So he moved. And as he was going, he looked in the mirror and he saw that the woman that had gotten out of the car, this beautiful, respectable woman, she was removing everything that she had her clothes, everything. He was looking in the mirror and said, Hey, what is happening? She stripped herself naked and she was given a gown by somebody, a man. And she put it on and entered. The guy said, ha! I mean, he, 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 he couldn't believe it. Yeah. Because you see, when, no matter how proud people are, when it comes to what they have to worship to get material things, they don't care. They will bow, they go to, and that place that she went to, I know the place. Because I know somebody whose father is the, is the grand, grandfather of that group, that brotherhood. And they, 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 they have a cloak and a face of being like a church, but hey, hey, you can't go inside. You are only brought in by people. You can't just walk inside. They, they, they won't allow you. It's not like a church that you just come, you come and sit down. No, somebody has to bring you and introduce you. And then they take you through levels before you get to a certain point. And many people who are rich, they, they do shameless things. One lady said her father used to wake up around 2 a.m. and walk around the house naked. And they didn't know it. The only thing she remembers was that it's like in her house, nobody comes home after 10 p.m. Nobody comes home after 10 p.m. Everybody's in the house. And when they sleep, all the lights outside are put off. He has dogs. All the lights outside are put off. And one day, she traveled after, you know, and she was not supposed to come the day she landed. So she came late and called her sister to open the gate. So when she got home, around one something, she went in, took a shower, everything. Then she had some movement at a point. It's as if somebody is around or something. So she also tried to follow and things. And then she saw a naked man walking. And the she was shocked. She said, hey, who is this? So she said she was going to scream. Then she said, no, it's my daddy. 
That's it. She saw something that she shouldn't have seen. Yeah. No, no, the mother knew. Yeah. That's what the father has been doing around the house. Every dawn, whatever incantations and things. Yeah. Yeah. Walking around. And a, a, a respectable man. Yeah. Well known, respected. You see him with his suit, you salute him. But he removes everything and walks around the house. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, a, it's, 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 it's very funny that it's like people don't find it worth bowing, serving to God. And they speak proudly and disrespectfully about the things of God. But what they do, you have no idea. One day I saw a guy. He had sat in his car. He took an egg. He's, he's, he's saying something. Ego. And I was looking at this guy. I said, hey. Look at this very noble, respectable man. It's like, because see, when you don't fear God, eh, you, are, you, are, you are thrown to foolish things. I don't know what the egg is doing for him. But he speaks. Then he, 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 he does, you know, something with the egg around his body. Then he speaks. Then he, he, I watched him. He was sitting in his car, and where I was standing, he, he, he didn't see me. I was looking at him straight like that. You see them like that. You don't know. Yeah. Just to keep themselves. People are afraid. Oh, and they feel that to have some powers and things around them. That's what protects them. But it throws them off course. They want money. They want this. You don't know what people do for money. Sometimes you are working at a place. You should pray. You don't know what, what your boss does. What he believes in. When they give you the money, you see that they have given you a problem. Mm? But as long as you are with God, you are free from sad things. Everybody stand to your feet. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. Speak to the Lord wherever you are. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Speak to him. Thank him. Anything that represents last in your life, pray that God will help you deal with it. Laziness is a manifestation of last, last of the flesh. Excuses and reasons why you can't come to church, you can't come to God. Reasons why you can't pray, you can't wait on God. Excuses and reasons that have failed you, they are all manifestations of a last of the flesh. A strong love for movies, for worldly music, all these things. They are, yes, they are, yes. It's a sign yes. that you are filled with lust. Yes. Songs of yes. hell. Pray against it. Pray against it. Ask for help. Oh, help us. Oh God, God helps us. Help us, Jesus. He is a father who deals with our struggles. Yes. Yes. He helps us yes. with our infirmities, our weaknesses. He's a good God. 
And sometimes some of these things they stand in our way of, of, of fighting and growing spiritually and doing what is right before God and we, we, can't, we can't seem to do what is right and get a blessing from God it's always a struggle and a cycle of repeated failures and, 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 and missed opportunities and regrets but never sitting down to reflect and ask when will this thing be over how should I change things Today, let that be your prayer. And God is showing you your 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 faith is built on nothing else but yes. the word and the truth. For the words that God spoke to us through his son Jesus Christ, he said to us, They are spirit and they are life. Help us, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, help us. We bless you. Overcome the last of the deliver us from evil. Last of pride. Deliver us from traps of the eyes Sness of the enemy yes against us deceptions temptations things that are thrown at us as baits that we can't turn away from because of our weaknesses because of our lack and our poverty and our deprivation we are drawn to take on these things don't know we are being trapped but lord deliver us from such things for whom we yield our bodies to who who whose servants we become lord deliver us from yielding to the temptations of the enemy yes. for he came to the lord and the lord resisted him yes. give us that grace to resist every temptation whatsoever for god has given us power, power. over every evil and every temptation against us power. there has no temptation taken us mm. such as is common to man yes. but god is faithful who will also suffer you to be tempted above that uh, uh, suffer you to be tempted above that you are able he will not allow you to suffer a temptation you can't handle but he will through that temptation make a way that you may be able to escape may you escape every temptation the temptation of falling for the flesh may you escape it the temptation of falling for the eyes may you escape it the pride of life the love of the world may you escape those temptations love God obey him submit to him and you will not be under any demonic influence father we thank you thank you lord and we bless you in the mighty name of jesus we pray help us lord establish our feet in your truth yes and in your counsels and deliver our feet from falling into sin and walking in iniquities let our hearts be set after you and after your instructions and your commandments and cause a blessing to come upon us we thank you we bless you in jesus name amen amen every eye closed everyone standing every head bowed you are here you want to say pastor this morning i feel led to give my life to jesus christ as you are preaching i can realize that i'm very far i'm struggling to be faithful and to be truthful to the lord and i need you i want you to help me i need you lord touch my life come into me forgive me and accept me as your child this is your prayer lift up your hand we want to pray with you you want me to lead you pray this prayer this morning you want to give your life to jesus lift up your right hand wherever you are standing i want to pray with you wherever you are in the congregation you want to say pastor help me to pray this prayer lift up your right hand i want to pray with you thank you jesus thank you jesus father we bless you we thank you show us your mercy and bless our lives. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated.